Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Mark Jameson with Nerds to Go. Welcome, Mark. Uh, thank you, Lee. Excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn about your concept. Tell us a little bit about Nerds to Go. How are you serving folks? Uh, absolutely. I'll, I'll start real quick that Nerds to Go is part of our platform company called Propelled Brands. Um, and Propelled Brands owns uh, three different brands Fast Signs, My Salon Suite, and Nerds to Go. Uh, we acquired Nerds to Go in September of 2020, um, and uh, you know it is just a wide open space. That's what we love about it: is everybody has a, a computer, be it at home or being uh, or in their business. And Nerds to Go serves both direct to consumer, uh, with now a focus primarily on the B2B customer uh, and driving that business. And uh, you know, anybody who has a connected device, which is you and I probably know is everybody, uh, recognizes that there's a need for a nerd in their life. And then what are, what are some of the services that uh, Nerds2Go provides for the consumer? Yeah, so Nerds2Go uh, opens up in about 700 to 900 square foot uh, storefront locations, typically in a well-traveled area. At the location, we do break, fix, walk-in, some co computer peripherals and equipment that we sell, and that could be either directed to consumer or the B2B. All of our locations have a, a fleet of vans um, that, uh, that the nerds go out and directly serve customers. On the B2B side, we do a number of things. We're doing everything from data security to protection. Uh, we also have a managed service plan that we call Nerd Assure, and that is to monitor their computers and software for health, making sure there's virus protection in place. And then we notify the customer if we see anything out of the ordinary. That often leads to other things like the sales of hardware and software, and we might help them onboard to a different platform, maybe moving to Outlook Online or Google Online, even things like phone systems, because all of those today are based on um, you know, a connection to the internet. So really a wide array of services. Our customer tends to be small and medium businesses um, that do not have anybody that fills a CIO or a chief technology role. And so we're really their outsourced technology team. And then I would imagine with, uh, you know, a big portion of the business world going remote, uh, you can help maybe get those people set up if this is the first time they've ever kind of had a remote workforce? Great, great question. And yes, you're 100% right. Uh, actually, the pandemic, this is one of the businesses that did exceptionally well. Uh, because as, as we all had to relook at how we operated, operating remotely or having your employees operate remote meant that if you're working from home, you need to have good internet connection and good connectivity to others on the team. And so for us, that is a big part of what 2020 was. Uh, and I think probably we'd all agree that the future is going to be more and more people working remote and nerds to go is well positioned to help not only the consumer in their homes, uh, but their businesses make sure that their workforce 
has access to everything they need to be successful. So big part of what we're doing today, big part of the future, and really allowed our franchisees to completely be considered a um, an essential business and operate during the pandemic. Now, I would imagine there's some opportunity in all those folks that maybe got laid off or displaced and started their own business, and they were used to having some sort of a enterprise-level help desk that handled a lot of the technical stuff that maybe they're not familiar with, that, that nerds to go is a great solution for those folks who need help in that area and, and just you know didn't want to go on YouTube and start figuring stuff out on their own. Yeah, and I 100% agree. And then as you've probably seen, there's all these virus attacks now and other things that are being publicized. So small and medium businesses, be it startups like you talked about, or others are recognizing that today, there's a lot more than just firing up your laptop and hoping you're connected to the internet. You need to have protection over your data and security and customers information and nerds to go helps with all of that. Um, But yeah, I mean, we serve very many startup businesses as well that are trying to understand how to uh, build a network out. What does that look like? How does it deal with employees that are both maybe remote and and not remote? So, um, you know, what's great about us is we are really a custom solution house. So we meet with the customer, we try to understand what their needs are. And then the nerds to go team, both in the local franchise, working with our support corporately uh, provides a great solution and options for the customer. So now has the ideal, um, have you got a handle on the ideal franchisee? What What is the makeup of them kind of from a more so from, I guess, a psychographic rather than a demographic? Yeah, great question. You know, surprisingly, uh, maybe to some is we're not actually looking for technology people. Um, you know, as our business is technology driven and you can hire a, you know, a level one or level two tech relatively easily. Um, really what we're looking for are franchisees that want to be able to build an enterprise. And so very often people who come out of a sales experience or background, even if it is technology sales is great. However, people who sit in a senior role in technology, like a chief technology officer, um, this isn't. Uh, they almost overthink the business. Um, this business is not about setting up massive mainframes and networks for large companies, about supporting small, medium businesses and people at home. So what we really want are franchisees that are looking to build a business, build a team, create an organization. Um, and much of this business, like any B2B, is relationship driven. And so our best franchisees are typically engaged in their local community. They may have business contacts already. Certainly, they're going to join the chamber and, and work with other businesses, but, uh, but they do not need any uh, experience. They should be comfortable with technology, obviously, um, but they don't have to be an IT professional. And in many cases, we actually prefer that they uh, come from an experience of more leadership and management as that's what they're doing is building an organization. So now is the actual work, is that done by corporate, that that's part of what the franchisee is paying for? Is they're getting some smart people at corporate that can diagnose some of these issues or is it something that they have to hire locally? It's actually a combination of both. So every uh, new franchisee starts with one or two, what we call nerds, which is the support both in the location as well as going out and visiting customers, both at their home or in their place of business and providing consulting services. 
Um, those are what, I, as I said before, level one, level two people who have good experience, understand uh, computers um, and have training. And then we also have certification and training. As it gets more complex and you uh, go into products like NerdAssure, which is a program where we monitor networks for small and medium businesses, that we actually house at our headquarters in Dallas and we work with our franchisees to provide them support and monitoring of that. And then if they have a very complex job, we actually have a gentleman on the team who is a, our senior director of technology who works with franchisees. So if they have something that's more complex and they need help and support, maybe it's got more project orientation to it, we'll step up and help them and oftentimes even travel to their market to help them uh, set up those things. So it's really a combination. Most of the business is done local and market by people we help train uh, and provide ongoing training. Um, but then the corporate office of, of Fast Sign, I'm sorry, of Nerds to Go, which is part of Propelled Brands, has probably 20 plus people in our corporate IT team that also provide support. So now, um, what is kind of the main revenue streams for the franchisee? You know, it's a little split. When we bought the company, Lee, it was primarily driven by consumer walk-in, break fix, um, some home visits. And that was maybe, you know, depending on the location, 70-30. We're making uh, all of our efforts today to drive that business more on the B2B side. Um, and so I would see those numbers in a couple of years flip for us, where we may be as much as 60 or 70 percent B2B and 25 or 30 percent walk-in traffic, uh, some direct-to-consumer. The reason we love the B2B model is it tends to be reoccurring revenue for the franchisee. And so what we do with NerdAssure is we set up a customer, charge them based on workstations. So it might be the lowest 600, in some cases, two, $3,000 a month. We're monitoring their systems. We're really their outsourced IT department. And for our franchisees, that reoccurring revenue uh, has a lower cost base and really helps them uh, get to profitability quicker. The walk-in traffic, the break fix, that sort of my iPhone needs a new screen or my laptop isn't working, there's some good steady income there. And that's what we perform typically at the storefront locations. But, but no doubt the focus uh, is the B2B side with the reoccurring revenue on managed services plans. And like you said, the ideal franchisee, they're spending their time kind of immersing themselves in the community and being that go-to resource and then selling this stuff and then having either corporate or one of their employees doing the work of the kind of the ongoing support moving forward. Exactly. We believe that there are certain things an owner can do that you can't hire, right? And that's exactly what you talked about. It's the relationship being in the community, having that sense of ownership, creating culture. We can hire good technical technical people. We can hire customer service people to answer the phones and nerds to go out on calls. And so the role of the owner is to drive the business forward, uh, preferably in a relationship, be the business development role, while obviously um, making sure that the team is living up to the customer service standards of nerds to go and taking care of the customers. So there's a little bit of that daily workflow meetings, making sure we're good, we're getting out to the customers we need to get to, handling anything that needs to be resolved that comes up. But I would say the bulk of the role of the owner, certainly after they've ramped up the businesses, is customer relations uh, as well as business development, exactly as you described. 
So now, uh, what are some kind of best practices that you've learned uh, in order to help the franchisee, you know, kind of build their book of business? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, the new locations we've opened and this year we've already opened, uh, we're averaging about one or two a month. Um, and we see that number considering uh, increasing in 2022. Um, you know, the, the, the big focus is for them to make sure they have got the right staff in place. Hiring today is a challenge in any business. So hiring people, making sure that they get trained um, and that the owner is really in an oversight role, knowing the business, knowing what has to take place but hopefully not the one that's actually performing the technical assistance so that they can drive the business. Um, but I think in many cases, the role of that owner, the role in the beginning, what we've learned is that the franchisee needs to spend uh, much more um, uh, time on developing the team, developing the people. Um, and then of course, following up with customers, these monthly reoccurring customers need ongoing communication. And I think that's one of the things that we're continuing to fine tune is, how do we follow up with them? What else do they need? Um, how do we leverage things that are happening in the news that kind of scare people to make sure that they feel protected? Now, um, how does the local person get most of their business? Is it through their own kind of effort in networking or is this something that uh, digital marketing helps kind of uh, bubble up leads? Good question, and really the answer is both. Uh, we would expect our franchisees to have an open house and invite other local small businesses, join lead groups and chamber of commerce, so that they are, in fact, um, doing it that way. But we also have a social media campaign and a digital marketing campaign uh, that is focused that we manage for our franchisees through a third party that helps them drive leads, target people, uh, and then we have a proprietary program that is really a almost a lead shepherding system that keeps in front of the customer that say, hey, is it time for a fall cleanup or this holiday? May there be some issues that you want to deal with? You're hiring a new employee. We can help you with making sure you've got the equipment you need. So it's really a combination of our efforts uh, as a brand to drive leads on the web to our franchisees, because most people today go to the web first when they're looking for these products and services dovetailed with the local franchisee in their market um, going out and, and maybe not so much hardcore calling, but really building relationships, um, doing some demos at chamber events to talk about safety and security to kind of uh, wake, wake people up to the opportunity that, you know, look, if your computer's at risk, your business is at risk. Now, um, are there certain markets you're targeting or is this kind of, uh, you know, the whole country available right now? You know, today we're lucky with this brand that we're wide open. We have uh, only about 30 locations, another 10 to 12 in development. And so we're wide open um, and uh, we're looking for franchisees in, in every market from, you know, medium, small markets. We've just opened in Asheville, North Carolina and Nashua, New Hampshire and Waco, Texas and We've got sites under construction now in Dallas and, and uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, other areas. So we're pretty wide open. We're really looking for the right franchisee. Um, we seek somebody with a net worth of about 300000 and about 80000 of that liquid. Um, we have financing in place so we can help them finance the business. Um, but no, we're, we're lucky at this point uh, that we're wide open. Um, like I've seen from our other brands, I suspect markets that are um, fast growth, like 
Atlanta, where you are, Dallas, where I am, most of Florida, Phoenix, those markets were getting such high level of inquiries that I would expect we'd be getting close to sold out in those in two to three years. So we're excited about the response we've got. And um, since you bought the brand, has anything changed in your kind of prognosis and forecasting? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that we've done a significant job in trying to bring value and savings to the franchisees. When you're an emerging brand with only 30 locations, it's harder to dedicate resources. So after acquiring the brand, uh, we've done a number of things. We've hired more technology-enabled staff. We've implemented a new point of sale system. We implemented the managed service or what we call Nerd Assure plan. Um, and we are continuing to develop tools very much focused on driving profitability for our franchisees, reducing their costs, and then helping them with training and education and new products and services. And that's what we do as Franchisor. Uh, there is one company store we still operate in Guilford, Connecticut, where the company was founded. And that's a good learning for us to kind of stay grounded and understand what needs to happen um, at the store level. Because, look, we don't make any money at an office in Dallas. We make the money in the field supporting our franchisees. So now, is there any, um, are you are you putting together any incentives for propelled brands as a whole to say, look, I got the sign company, now I can, you know, add nerds to go to my portfolio as an individual franchisee in a given market? We do. We encourage franchisees of all of our brands, if they're interested in another brand in their market, we offer a, them a, a, a referral or a discount of 5000 uh, the other thing I should mention that is a big thing we added to nerds to go after we bought the company is, you know, at Fast Signs for many years, we've worked very hard to attract veterans and first responders. And so we added um, 50% discount um, uh, to veterans and first responders for the franchise fee. So the franchise fee is about 50000 We cut that in half Wow! Uh, because they are great franchisees. They obviously know how to follow a system. And in, in fast signs today, about 14% of our network is veterans. And our hope is to grow the nerds to grow nerds to go brand with veterans and first responders. And it's our way of kind of giving them thanks for all they've done. Well, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more about the opportunity, is there a website? Yeah, absolutely. They can just visit us at nerds and click on franchise opportunity. Um, also happy to have anybody email me at Mark, M-A-R-K dot Jameson, J-A-M-E-S-O-N at nerds to go, uh, franchise.com. All right, Mark. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you, Leah. Pleasure to be with you today. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 